Every week, we chat to ex-players, supporters, and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstall Town FC, whose main club sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again. Well, today we're joined by Richard and Stevie, and we're going to do a review of the um, pre-season friendlies. Due to the pandemic, uh, things have changed a lot of football, as you're all well aware. And the first couple of games, it was um, admission for um, committee, and uh, fortunately, Rich and Stevie missed the games. But uh, just run through with you. First one, that's at home to Rustall. We lost 1-3. Uh, the second one, Thanet United, we won that 4-0. And then the third one, we won away at deal 2-1. Your comments, gentlemen? I think uh, the first game was a bit of a surprise. Yes, it to, was. Uh, to lose 3-1 to, to Rushed. Although they've, Im- they've improved. I think they're, they're quite, uh, quite a good signings that they've made this summer. Yeah, they were knocking on the door, uh, lockdown apparently. So they must have been second, third or so in the league. Yeah, because they're scheduled one now, aren't they, I think? So, yeah, that's um, right. And they really did, um, really did give us a decent game. They were up for it, and we were almost like a bunch of strangers at times. But, uh, that happens in pre-season, doesn't it? Yeah, first game, it's a stretch of the legs, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is. And then the second one, um, Rich, we won that 4-0. Mohamed Chan. Yes, um, I mean, Steve knows more about Thanet United than me, but I was saying, going back to that first game, you know, the first game back since, well, you know, what's it, March? You yes. know, the previous game was Hastings away. Yep. And, then you, you know, you go all that time to play Rustle, then, yeah, it's, it's rustiness. It's, it's rustiness against Rustle, if you can pardon the pun zone. No, it's a good but one. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's just a case of, you know, getting a few games in, getting it all out of the system as well, isn't it? Sort of, you yeah, know. United at own 4-0. Do you know, I, I couldn't tell you who the scorers were, to be truthful with you. Mm. Looking at Thanet United's results recently, uh, uh, I don't think they was as good as last year. No. Uh, uh, as stated, players. I think Rustle... Have improved. I think that's going to happen at this stage of the season yeah. with any any club, isn't it? Well, there seems to be a bit more money floating around the lower divisions. What I could, what I've seen, some of the signings that some of the uh, like your Hollands and Blairs and Gleaves are made, sort of thing. Sheppies, you know, there seems to be more money knocking about in the lower divisions than there is anywhere else. For, but it might be to do with the travelling. You know, the people don't want to travel through lockdown. Is you know one of many things, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it is. It's, it's an unknown factor, isn't it? The deal away one that was. Um, that was a hard-fought game, but you've both been to deal before and you know what they play like. They were a big, strong side. Yeah, got a good team, Deal. Some of their signings they've made. I've seen them play a game this season, actually. They're um, uh, away to K-Sports. And K-Sports were very physical, but Deal got some good footballers there. Um, yeah, they certainly have. Uh, that's probably a decent... Uh, probably a decent result that one. You know, Thanet United, they've lost some players because they're quite, they're quite a good team. They were looking to get up the divisions, but they've lost some of their better players. And as Richard said, the results this year have been a bit poor. But the deal one is probably where we first started playing, I would have thought. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, a decent were, team and yeah. a, a decent effort to win that. They were a real test. I mean, we, we won it with almost the last kick of the game. I think, yeah, 83rd minute, Milbank scored. Good goal. Um, and we went close a couple of times. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a proper test. That really was. So, going on their results yesterday, Tony, they had a good, they had a good win in the Cup yesterday, didn't they? Beat uh, Sittingbourne 4-1. I didn't see that. Building, wow, yeah. that was a good result. So, Love to see uh, Sitting Bourne get beat. Yeah, absolutely. So it was the same result next weekend. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Aren't we a sad bunch, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it makes you laugh. 
But we're all the same. We're all the same. Yeah. Right. Then the one that you guys would have seen, or at least um, uh, Stevie would have done, we won at home to uh, Craig Wanderers 1 0. Yeah. That's a, um, I was very impressed with the way we played uh, on that one. Craig, perhaps not, not quite as, as good as they were last year. I mean, they beat us 5 1 in the friendly last year, I think, Craig. Yes, I did. Courtesy of uh, Joe Taylor scoring all five, I think. But yeah, we, we played really well that day. Yeah, it's. it's um, Nice to get back to football with such a positive result as well. It was. And I asked uh, the powers that be after the game, particularly Ron, what sort of side did they put up against us last year when they won 5-1? And he said, very nearly the same side. I think it was similar. I think, you know, Joe Taylor started on the bench in this year's friendly. But really, it's it's pretty much the same team. And he came on in the second half and we coped with him. Because um, yeah, he is yeah. a decent finisher, but um, yeah, I mean the team, the team looked very strong. You know, looked quite fit straight away. A couple of the players that had looked a, a lot better than they did last year, or put TJ and Charles Atumlu in that game, from what I can recall. TJ um, really had a good game. That both, game. both good engines in the middle of the park. Charles Atumlu, a good physical presence in the park, and I really, uh, yeah, quite impressed with him this uh, this preseason. Yeah, I, I am as well. At times he looks a bit all um, arms and legs, but he, he certainly gets stuck in, doesn't he? He's difficult to get off the ball, though. Yeah. He, uh, he's very strong, so uh, always like to see that. And, you know, him and TJ's very good at driving out of midfield as well. I thought maybe like, last season we didn't see the best of TJ. I think he'd had a couple of injuries the season before, and he doesn't didn't seem quite himself. Although, you know, I thought he played very well last year. And wasn't he a young player of the season? Um, yes, he was. Yeah. Last year, yeah. But having known TJ from... His Ramsgate days and seen him before. I, I didn't feel he was quite at his best last year, but he's, he's looked really good this pre-season. Yeah. Were you impressed with Rich when you saw him? I mean, you didn't see this game, but... Uh... Yeah, well, it was his him in the Margate game. You know, it was the, that was the following game, wasn't it? The Margate, it was, yeah the, yeah. the Margate game, just so that uh, we've got it into context. Uh, we won that 1-0. Carry on, Rich. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was impressed with him. I mean, it's a, the, the thing that sort of impressed me early on there, really, you know, until we got to focus on the fact that, you know, we... It's, um, I know we lost three one at Rustle, but the defence seemed to tighten up a lot more. You know, you know, like yeah, um, Ollie, Ollie Rowe's quite important for that. Yeah, yeah. I think Ollie Rowe at the back is very important. You know, you, you've got that sort of like you could say you've got the spine with Dan in goal, Ollie, TJ, Aaron up front. So you you are got that sort of spine that you can you can build around. You know, and I, I'd say the same with Steve said. I think Charles did too. He was really really impressed me pre-season yeah he has, he has, he has looked quite good and you know we'll go on to the signings later on but I think I think Lloyd has made one or two quite astute signings even the fact you know getting uh, Liam Gillis back I think is a very good move yeah I think I think Liam yeah. obviously pardon the pun again went to see the grass was greener in seven oaks even though it's not grass <laughs> <laughs> he went to see if the astroturf was a uh, green that's what we say yeah and obviously it didn't work there, and and I think he realised he made a mistake when he come, you know, when he went and he's come back and we welcomed him in open arms, which what which the ball sort of do, don't they? You know. Well, and, interesting enough, talking of, of uh, Gilly, he I I ended up standing next to his dad just by default. I didn't know it was his father. We were chatting away, and he said, "Oh, that's my son out." And uh, then we started a conversation. Obviously, I touched on the fact that he'd left us and he's come back. And his dad said, "He's staying. He's staying. Yeah. He knows he made a mistake." So I should go let you know here that. My kids have just been to McDonald's and bought me an apple pie. Oh, oh my geez. God. You can, you can edit that well if you want, but yeah. you don't have to, Kevin. <laughs> Your diet. No, I'll leave that bit in. Anyway, we were, yeah, talk- leave that when, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about Margate, and what I, I found a bit weird, to be honest, I mean, the way we, we did play well, but John Ufer, he was, he was just a ghost. 
wasn't yeah. John Ufer that was with us, was it? Didn't play at all, really, that game, I didn't think. And I'd heard a couple of reports that there are other friendlies that he's been quite anonymous. Although, subsequent to that, he did score a worldie in the next uh, friendly. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, down at Hartsdown Park. But, I mean, undoubtedly, good player. Um, and I, th- I think, actually, there's one of the, we're missing, missing yeah. a player like that at the yeah. moment. Definitely. Um, that bit of uh, spark, it can sort of suddenly, he would create something out of nothing. We don't seem to be the same. Uh, we haven't got the wide players really this year. No. Um, and, and that reminds me of the conversation that I had with Macca. And I think it was on uh, one of those question videos that we did where Macca was praising the fact that when one goes, the other stays. When one stays, the other goes. Yeah. So, you know, it, that, that sort of, he, he actually said to me, he said, I've really got a rapport with him over that. Yeah, yeah. You need that understanding, don't you? That's to, yeah. to make it work. I think when he's playing for Margate in that friendly against us, he seemed to be a bit more central. Yeah, maybe that's the way they wanted him to play. Yeah, yeah, which I don't think would suit him. But I mean, maybe it's just take time to get used to it. But um, we played him very out wide and, uh, and I thought that was, that was where he was at best, cutting in. Yeah. After, the, after the euphoria, Rich, of um, the, the Margate game, we ended up then uh, losing 4-2 against a very good Folkestone side. I mean, they're the best side I've seen. I've not seen many games this year, but they're probably the best side I've seen, um, folks, and without a doubt, yeah. I mean, going back to the, the John Alford thing, I think that with, with the sign of the victor, Ag- Aggie Bowler, I, I think he, maybe he's looking to try and get a similar type of player with him than, than he is with, with John Alford, you know? Yeah. Except with someone, you know, someone who's, who's going to run run at a defence. That's what I think, that's what I think like John Alford did last year, which which was quite good. Get, have someone had the confidence to do that, you know? Well, and maybe, um, he's, maybe he's, him and Jay Hiles are the type of people that could do that, you know. Wasn't he so, responsible for the, the, the winning goal against us at Herne Bay away that last year? Yeah, one of the goals. I think he scored against us in the no, it was the one at home in the um velocity that Mickey Mouse Cup wasn't it, the velocity shield. Yeah, we lost I'll tell at you home what he did. I'll tell you what he did, he put the cross in for one of the boys that, that mm. scored. He bombed yeah. it on the left hand side and he really, really put in a yeah, good, good 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 display. Yeah. But I'll say, that, moving uh, on to Folkestone, I'll put that velocity I... result out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> say that again. I'll put that velocity result out of my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah skip that. Skip that a bit fast, that one. Yeah, yeah true. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. you were saying, um, Rich. Go, down at the Folkestone, I mean, yeah, they were actually the best team I've we played, but I, I thought that was one of, the, one of our better performances, you know? Yeah. Another result, I mean, you've got to remember lots of substitutions in the second half. So, you know, you could probably say that their bench was better than our bench and, and it might have inflated the score a bit. But I thought, you know, we played the ball, passed the ball around really well in that particular game. I can't and that's remember. when um that's when I saw obviously saw Luke Medley for the first time, you know? Yeah, good player. Now good he player. he looked to me a very intelligent player. You know, he if he made a mistake, he would apologize, you know, he might and, you know, when I saw him at Chipstead, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe he could have been a bit more greedy, but he seems a very, he seems to know, very intelligent and knows what to do with a ball like, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, because the ironic thing about it, that day we scored three goals, didn't we? Because Ollie, Ollie put the ball in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a cracking own goal there. I don't, know how he, I don't know how he managed to score from that position, to be honest with you. <laughs> how did you say that, see the game, Steve? I thought I'd agree with Rich. It was a very, I thought it was one of our, one of the best performances. Although we didn't win and we'd won the previous two, it was a very quite an open game. There's quite a few chances both ways. Folkestone are the best of those three sides, I think. Yeah, Craig Wanderers, Margate, Folkestone. That, that lad up front, um, that David Smith, the big boy, the number nine. Yeah. He was a he, he's like a bruiser, wasn't he? He really, really went for it. Potential, but they're strong all the way through. You know, you've got um, Michael Everett, 
I mean, he must be getting on a bit now, but he still controls the centre quite well. Unbelievable. Um, and there's it, uh, Ronnie Dolan, who played for us for a short while. Yeah. Uh, and again, another good player. But they, they've got good players all over. Obviously, Scotty Erd. But they'll, they'll do well again in the um, Ishmael Premier. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And then um, that takes us on to Chipstead away, where you were both both at that game, which was good. Um, Nil-nil. Um, I'll tell you what, Tone. You yeah. saw good. We, we, we did, we'd actually watched a decent match there, Steve, for about five minutes, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, fella bowling from the, uh, from the yeah. um, river end. <laughs> Slug, slug a bouncer in, which probably went about forty foot in the air, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and I've got, got a tweet back from uh, from that cricket club saying, "Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you like like the arena and, and like watching the game." Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, like I said the cricket was a little a little bit more interesting than the football. <laughs> well, let's put that into context because uh, at Chipstead is very similar to the Belmont. They've got a cricket. Pitch, which is right next to it. Right so you're door, not yeah. referring to the football, you're referring to the actual cricket. Yeah. That was good. But yeah. back to the but game. As, as for that match, I think um, I think we met Laney in the car park, didn't we, after the game? And I think it was, uh, well, you know, I think Laney's words were, I don't know how I'm going to get that 90 minutes back of my life, I think he said. <laughs> well, that's a very good comment. Yeah, I felt yeah. the same way. Yeah, it was, it wasn't one of our... That day, was it one of our best performances, and, and, and I think they could have played could have played for another forty eight hours, and it still would end up being nil nil, wouldn't it? That game. Well, the yeah. only abiding memory I've got from that is a save from uh, Dan uh, in the second half, where it was going to—I don't know if it was a balloon shot or whatever—it was definitely going to creep into the top corner, and he did one of his stretching when his arms just seemed to go longer and longer, and he just managed to tip it over the bar. Other yeah, than that, that I, can't, I can't remember that, much else about it. That was a great save, that. I remember that. And, and Bigsy turned around and said, bloody old car, remember that. He should have nothing been happening in this match. And the only decent bit of action, he said, and I've missed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it wasn't that clever, was it? No, no. I, I mean, give Ronnie's due. He's done marvellously well to write a report on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did, I did look at it. And it was, as yeah. you say, uh, 90 minutes out of my life. We're never going to get back again. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit sad, wasn't it? Let me just rephrase that. While I've got you there, you can tell me about the FA Cup game at Carl Shorten yesterday. They're a very good team, Carl Shorten. Um, maybe 5-1 flattered them a little bit, but I did see a couple of comments on uh, Twitter where uh, a couple of people said that, um, that, that, that it was probably a, a bit generous to them. But actually, Carl Shorten are going to be right up there in the Premier. Uh, they're going to be one of the top two, three sides. And... Uh, attacking wise they're very good attacking wise and we we just had real difficulty breaking them down we we were quite quite defensive i mean we held them for 37 minutes and for that 37 minutes we seemed quite well in the game and it's one of those where you felt if we had hold, could hold on maybe then snatch a goal on the break that there could be something in it for us but when they scored did sort of get the feeling that that was that that they would go on from that and, and get a couple more and and they did um, I think they, the five goals came in two seven-minute spells. You know, that, I think they scored 37th and then about seven minutes later. And then there's a period of about seven, maybe a little bit more minutes in the second half where they got another three. Uh, sort of it, it, game over by, by, uh, by when the third one went in in the second half. That was, that was it. Any, uh, any highlights for us? I think, uh, I mean, Dan pulled off, uh, as always, pulled off um, a couple of decent saves. Weren't a lot he could do about the goals. We were a bit, we were... A couple of the goals towards the end, we were pulled uh, pulled apart a bit, and and they had 
guys in the middle who could knock it in really unchallenged. Um, but it's that stage of the game where it sort of got away from you in a cup game. Yeah. And so those things happen. And it's, it's difficult. It's always difficult to judge where we are against a team like that because they are one of the best. They're better, better than Folkestone. Um, of all the teams we've played, they're, be- they're the best. And um, I, I, you know, you'd probably find they're having a relegation battle this year, but I, because <laughs> I could be it wrong, but I feel that they'll be one of the top two. Who um, scored for us? In that division. Um, Ollie Rowe. Scored a, 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 a true consolation in the 87th minute. We were five nil down, but uh, the referee was a bit funny. He was a bit, but they can be. But that didn't really change the any style of the game. He sort of didn't seem to want to book anyone in the first half, and in the second half, he wanted to book everyone. So um, both teams ended up with three bookings. But it's it's one of those. It, it's it's gone now, and they're a team. They're above our standard. So, um, fair, fair in comment. a game like that, they need to have a bad day and we need to be on top form. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But yeah, other players that, that sort of, that I thought did stick out, uh, T, TJ again, you know, buzzing around in the midfield, trying to get stuff to happen. Uh, I thought Ollie Rowe and, well, actually, I thought the, the whole defence for the for first 37 minutes, although they had a couple of chances, they weren't all over us and I thought the defence were holding out pretty well. But um, yeah, it's difficult to judge you know whether I don't think head, heads didn't go down but it's just that sort of game when a team is from another step above but also going to be one of the best teams in that step it's it's tough to get back into it once you're down it certainly um, is maybe we didn't create a lot um we didn't well we, I know we didn't create a lot because the goal was the only thing we had on target <laughs> wow um a couple of uh, half chances in the first half second half really as a couple of set pieces thrown into the box was as close as we came and the goal was a set piece. Liam Gillies put in a beautiful ball, which, um, yeah, Ollie Rowe got a, a, a touch on it and it went in the corner. The keeper had no chance. Thank you. That's so the keeper actually hasn't made a save all game. So. All right. <laughs> I don't think. So. I, might, I might have forgotten something. I'm sure Ron, I'll check Ron's report when it comes out. I'm sure that there might have been another chance. But um, Have you yeah. ever seen one of his cheat sheets that he does? Uh, yeah, he ticks it all off as he goes along, doesn't he? Or? All of it, everything. Just throw-ins. Oh, he's got his own little... Formula that he does it, yeah, it's really clever, really good. I don't know he keeps track of it. No, no, me neither. Well, you're looking down the same cough and miss something, Richard. Let's let's finish off with a comment from you. How did you were talking about signings, Rich? Let's uh, run through some of the signings and your comments on them. Yeah, I mean, with um, what I've seen, I think uh, uh Liam Gillis's brother Reese has joined, yeah. Um, he was on the bench yesterday. Uh, I don't know if he's an actual signing yet, I presume he is. Uh, he, he looked quite useful when he's come on a couple of times, yeah, yeah. And then we've got the lad up front, is it uh, Dean James, yep. who we say looks like looks like Treadwell. Yes. Yeah. He's, son, of he's got son of Treadwell, he was nicknamed. Yes. But he's got a lot of, he seems to have a lot of pace about him, you know? Yeah. He seemed quite quick. And obviously, we don't know what's, I mean, presuming Harry Stanlard's still injured. Liam King's still out, I suppose, at the moment as well, isn't he? He's still out injured. Yeah. And and uh, Aaron's away on all of these. So, you know, you are still missing a few players there, you know? Yeah. But it's just been interesting to see how we're going to play when um, when Aaron and Luke are both up front. You know, if he's going to alternate them or play two up front, it'd be interesting to see. I'd love to see him playing with two up front. I really would. Well, yeah, I think they would do really well. We need to have a, um, a game where we've got two up front. Definitely, yeah. So we got um, Macca's back in uh, November, isn't he? I think he's due back, isn't he? Yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. Um, his wife's just had a baby and obviously they're worried about uh, shielding and everything else, so... 
Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Just going on to that, Tony, it was interesting that the FA Cup match at the weekend was postponed, wasn't it? Burgess Hill versus Hollands and Blair. Yeah, what was that, Rich? Well, apparently, um, Burgess Hill had a couple of players who had tested positive for COVID, but they assured Hollands and Blair that it, it didn't affect the rest of the team. But Hollands and Blair refused to travel, refused to play there, and uh, they are walled, they've awarded the game at the moment to um, Burgess Hill, haven't they? Wow, so I incredible. don't know what's going to be the outcome. I'm, I'm guessing that Hollands of Blair will probably appeal that. But um, yeah, interesting times really, isn't it? You know? It certainly is. Very difficult times. Can I go back to just what you're saying about new signings? Oh, of course, please. Is Ollie Gray? Oh, I forgot about Ollie. <laughs> a very important player to us. I mean, I don't know if he's been on the bench a couple of times and not come on. Um, and I think he started the game and maybe went off injured. So I'm, I'm guessing that he's carrying an injury, which is why we've not seen him. Oh, I see, yeah. Well, I do know that uh, the previous game, when um, the big lad up front that's now part of the, um, the management team, forgive me, but I can't remember his, his name. Luke, Luke Medley. Yes, thank you, yeah. pardon. And um, I know from what they were saying at the previous game that they took him off at half-time and I said, was he injured? And they said, well, he's got a little bit of a tweak and we want to, want to keep him for the FA Cup game. So right. maybe Ollie was the same. Because, because, I mean, Ollie's, I mean, obviously we've seen him before. We know him well from when he moved to Ramsgate and now he's come back to us. Versatile, can play, you know, central defence. We're probably fine there at the moment with Ollie Rowe and um, Tom Bryant. You know, Ollie Gray can also play midfield. But then again, we're probably quite quite well well endowed with defensive midfielders as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, it's a bit of an issue, isn't it? It really yeah. is. I think it's been important. So I, don't know, I mean, so going back to the signings, the one that I've missed, but I've not, I've only seen him play once. Is Tom Mills? Yeah, I mean, people have told me, you know, he, you know that, he, you know, that the level he's played at, he, he should be sort of first on the list, really, for our team, sort of thing, you know. But what's his actual playing position? I've seen him play left midfield, left back. Where's his actual? Where's he most comfortable at? Do we know? Um, myself, I don't know. No. I think I thought he was a left back, but he seems to have played left midfield for us. There you go. You just can't tell, can you, the way it works. Obviously, we've uh, we've touched on Macca. So if Macca comes back in the side, which I should I should think that he's a shoo-in because he's he's very um, he's very uh, much on the manager's list, isn't he, Macca? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I mean, see, Leo's done quite a good job at the right back, really. You know, he's he's, he's been sort of um, drafted in there. You know, he was either yeah. that or try and make another signing, but I think Leo's done a good job, but. Again, I think he's another one of our sort of defensive midfielders, isn't he, that we got, you know, along with, say, people like Charles and um, and Gertie sort of thing, you know. Definitely, definitely. You know, but, um, you know, I, I think, with you know, Leo Mazzoni, I think when, when you look at it, when we first signed him, people think, oh, he's a, you know, big unit here, yeah. But he's stuck around, and I think he's he's improved as he's gone on at Whitstable, you know. Agreed. He's, he's getting more time. He seems to be. He's getting more time to play now. I think he's doing all right. You know, he is doing okay. All right. Well, look, I've enjoyed today, and thank you both very much for your time. Giving your time up on a Sunday for me—that's fantastic. And very short notice. So uh, this is going to go out um, uh, tonight, early tomorrow morning, and um, we'll uh, we'll do this again. We'll have a review. Uh, right, can I eat the time. apple pie now? Then can I? Yeah, you can eat your pie now. <laughs> <laughs> nice bit of advertising from McDonald's. Well done, Richard. <laughs> So from Steve... It's even better when you don't buy it, Tone. That's what it yeah. is, mate. <laughs> so from Steve, Richard and myself, it's uh, at the moment, it's uh, Cheerio from Belmont Banter and we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers, Tony. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Well done, boys. Well done, boys. Join your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter for news about local football in Kent and beyond. 
I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers. <laughs>